リンクスタート先輩先輩
did you just love the fact that she has these dark angel wings, this voluptuous body, these yellow, almost like caddish eyes? Yes. I do want everything and above for Albedo to do to me because absolutely is she not only top tier now, but everything they've done to her, her animation style, the way she looks. I don't know if maybe she has like maybe like a little Bowflex accent or maybe she'd be eating some like a little bit of a diet or something on the side or maybe even Eins is, you know, he's gone and away. So she's like, guess what? It's time to upgrade the Albedo side and make myself look a little bit more juicier and voluptuous. I don't know what she's doing, but I absolutely love it and it's stealing my heart. And by the way, if you haven't been watching this new season of Overlord, they're doing a great job with the portrayal of it. I'm very excited to see where they take this moving forward because everything up to this spot has been very refreshing. It's a new take on Isekai's that I'm a big fan of where you don't know if he's a protagonist, antagonist. You don't know why he's stuck in this world. Is he dead or did he just transition? There's so many cool things that we don't know about it. It's intoxicating. And I think that's one of the best things we can ever do or get from an actual show. And also... I don't know if you guys know this, but this is something that I saw that's kind of parlayed into a lot of things, but I need to get this off of my chest. I saw that Crunchyroll and Disney were in a battle and trying to outbid one another for the rights of Bleach, because I don't know if you've seen Bleach. Uh, there's a reason why it's a big three. Uh, Bleach, One Piece, and Naruto, they have done probably the most for anime franchise that is historically ever recorded, except for Dragon Ball out here on the west side. Dragon Ball has done a lot for us, and that's why a lot of people are a fan of it and love it and yada 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 but the fact of the matter is if you know about Bleach, the greatness, Ichigo, everything about it. I love Samurais. I love the Edo period. That's why I love Samurai Shamblo so much. I love every aspect of it. That's why I get so connected to it and I'm so locked into it. Everything about it is iconic. I love everything. This final Blood War arc that is coming out, Disney Plus won the rights to it. They outbid Crunchyroll and now are going to be the sole streaming provider of Bleach. This is worrisome on a multitude of levels, but this is also quite interesting because first off, does that mean Disney now is going to have their own anime section that's going to be on Disney Plus? Is it going to be something there that you can select and they're going to have more stuff now anime related? Because I don't know if you know this, Disney actually spent a pretty penny to get themselves their own anime company now to start doing production value in anime because it's popping. Netflix does their own, Hulu is doing, uh, doing their own, Amazon's doing their own. So this is blowing up, but it's also going to lead to a lot of different kind of problems. I think that's also going to persist because of this and it lingering into the future of anime viewership as well. I'm a little nervous because this is the future. I hope you really understand what I'm saying here. They're going to eventually crack on all these free platforms. They're going to hit them with crazy lawsuits. They're going to be sued out of their ass. They're not going to be able to stream all this free shit for you guys anymore. And they're going to have to start using paid subscriber stuff like all of us do. Well, that's not so bad if people have to start paying for memberships no that is bad because then keep in mind you know how spread out a lot of these great shows are when they were being released on certain platforms let's go through the top how about stranger things say you're just finding out about stranger things and the massive hype it has well unfortunately if you don't have netflix guess what you cannot watch it how about one punch man when it went to its second season oh you wanted to watch the second one well guess what if you don't have a hulu account you ain't watching the second season what about seven deadly sins after their third when it went to the third season or fourth where can you watch? Oh, YouTube. Yeah, good luck unless you go to YouTube and watch it. You don't understand how big this is going to be. I understand many different platforms have their own exclusive stuff. Netflix has their own. Crunchyroll has their own original.
originals. Hulu has their own stuff. Even someone like Amazon, who has some great ones hidden on it, just like Vinland Saga, which I was extremely pissed off that it was so hidden in Amazon prison that it was finally free. It's on Netflix now. Other people can watch it and see the greatness it is. I have it way above Demon Slayer. There's another great one on there called Made in Abyss and Banana Fish. There's so many good ones on there. Understand, I get that that this should be a benefit. That should absolutely be a benefit to certain platforms having their own stuff. I get it. I'm all for it. I'm not upset about that. But when you have a big three show, One Piece, Naruto, or even freaking Bleach, and you're telling me that Disney Plus is going to be the only place I can watch it, I have a major issue with that. You don't realize how big of a gap this is going to open now because a lot of these big platforms now on these West Coast countries and these different type of Western societies are going to step up now because they have big boy money. They're scared to do anything different. That's why remakes are bigger than they've ever been. Nobody's spending scare money. They're all worried. They're shaking their boots. They're scared shitless because nobody wants to go and do something different. That's why remakes are all big. Maverick and Goose, all this crap. Nobody wants to go outside of their comfort zone. That's why it's very scary. It's very shakingly inside of myself as well. This is going to have a lingering effect. This is the future of what's going to be happening that these major companies now are going to start their own anime stuff. And I'm all for the progression and growth, but God, you cannot have a major show like Bleach only on Disney+. Plus. I don't have Disney+. Plus, So now you're telling me I have to get this or borrow somebody's just to see this freaking closing of Bleach after all of this time? That is preposterous to me. There shouldn't be only Naruto or One Piece on, uh, One Piece on freaking, what is it called? Like Netflix and only Netflix? No, those are huge shows. They should be everywhere. But God, it's just, I understand like the loyalty that a lot of these freaking streaming platforms have and it just sucks, dude. It, uh, as consumers, it's annoying as hell. I thought this huge deal that freaking Crunchyroll and Funimation did was going to stop all this bullshit and that we're going to finally have some continuity and some unity and move forward, but... Oh, this just, it pisses me off to my core and it's just super annoying. I don't like it. So I'm sure you're all wondering, did I really just come here to hear Alex vent after two and a half weeks? No, you came here because it's time for me to get into something that's very important. And I also think that's going to be very fun. Why don't we do something that I like to call anime make or break? Now, what this is, is I'm going to give you a plethora of topics. And as we go through these, does it either A make for an anime or B, break the anime. So for example, let's just say uh, harem. If I said, let's go with harems, does harem make or break anime? For me, it's a huge make. I love harems. I think they're tasteful. Who isn't about one guy having 15 women to fight over? Sign me up, Poppy. I want to have Stacy, Deborah, Susan, and Jessica all fighting over me at the same time maliciously as we all jump into a hot tub full of jelly and jam so we can make PB&Js out of each other and sit there and say, let's watch another episode. <laughs> all right, all right, enough, enough, enough. So with many things within and around the anime, it can either make or break it. That is the big thing for me, okay? It's really iconic if something of these things either do good or bad. So let's go through a multitude of them and let's see how they land with me. So let's start with this. Let's start with anime becoming mainstream. It's a big make for me. This is huge because understand this. 
Shit, maybe not, because I just did this whole rift about Disney Plus and this stupid shit with Bleach. Okay, yes, it's a big make for me still, because with anime becoming mainstream, not only are we going to be able to start watching so many more shows, so many more funds are going to be pushed into this market, so many more companies are going to step it up. That's why even Avatar is coming back for like a prequel of like what's happened even further, a sequel, excuse me, like further into the story now and how they've grown up now. It's going to be super dope. This is going to only boast the industry as a whole. This is going to give people more time. This is going to give people more revenue. This is going to pay, hopefully, more of the animators, the manga designers, the artists, everybody behind it, the producers, these companies. I hope that this is what I think it could be. And it's going to be basically a money bomb just blowing up in the air and giving everybody everything they can as fast as they can grab it. I'm all about it. I love anime becoming mainstream. I personally love that I go to Frank and Sons, that I go to these different anime events, that I go out to certain places, that I do these things myself. And the best thing about it is, is I see people wearing the gear. I see cars when I drive to LA to go to the studios, having their own anime characters, peekers, designs, full Tashi cars wrapped. I love the fact that these things are blowing up. I love the fact that even non-anime fans are getting into it as well. They're trying to find exactly, well, what's going on here? Why is this stuff so interesting? Why is this new? What's going on here? Why are these people talking about it? I have anime tattoos. I have anime clothes. I can wear this stuff. I can go outside and nobody's going to give me flack or crap about it. I think that's huge. I think that's iconic. I think as a whole, it's going to make for great stuff to finally get adaptations. Chainsaw Man, which is coming out in October. How about we go to gatekeeping? This is a big break for me. And let me tell you why. I've seen a lot of people who have grown up with anime. Uh, They're a lot older than I am or they're about my same age. They've been in anime a long time. They got shunned for it. They got picked on. I get it because trust. I went through those stages too. I was in high school where I saw people, how they treated others in junior high. I was that nerd that played video games. I also had my Yu-Gi-Oh cards out. I was that kid. I got picked on, but guess what? It not only made me stronger, but it made me appreciate more of who I was and be able to accept myself more because of what happened. We have to be the difference we wish to see. So we have to be the ones that are allowing others to be welcomed, that are there to support, that are there to guide, that are there to show. So we can't be like the others in the sense that I'm not saying we're going to pick on anybody or that stuff, but there's so many people I've talked to that honestly, they don't want to tell people about anime. It's kind of like insane in a weird way that you wouldn't want to share your joy with other people. But to them, they always kind of like cover it and say like, no, just to those who always do you to talk crap on me or didn't like it. It's like, okay, well, that was the superhero shtick too. When I was in school, nobody liked superheroes. Then all of a sudden, somehow, some way, superheroes became popular. So in doing so, and now that anime was getting popular like now, what are we supposed to do? The same shit? Are we supposed to just sit around and not help other people get involved with anime? Absolutely not. We're supposed to be there for them. We're supposed to be the ones that help people and guide them. We have to be the North Star for all those people looking to follow themselves to the birth of Jesus Christ himself, which is their welcoming into the, the after sense of anime. And it's a very important thing. They have to be welcomed. So we cannot be like these other folk. We have to be welcoming. We have to let them in. So I think gay keeping is a big break do not be that type do not hold people out do not be so vindictive and thinking that now you're elitist and you know better no it doesn't work that way we all like anime all of our opinions are valid they're validated my opinion isn't higher than yours just because i have a microphone and i do this profession it doesn't mean anything it just means i'm comfortable confident and cool and calm and i love doing this to entertain all of us and to have fun so that's why i think gatekeeping big break don't be a gatekeeper spread the name and spread the love 
How about long-running shows? Does a long-running show make or break animes? I think it breaks it. I really do. Hear me out. Long-running shows, for some reason, they get touted as being these great shows because they've been around for so long. Okay, a lot of the top-running shows still to this day are kid shows, and they're in Japan. A lot of them is like Crayon Shin-chan, Doraemon. There's all of these other crazy ones, too, that have long names. But Detective Conan was one of them, I believe, too. They're long running, and so they have this very episodic vibe to them, and they're just different things, but same rotation. So like Seinfeld, like Friends, they're just the same thing, constantly replayed, but the same kind of context and characters, just different situations. So to me, I truly believe long running shows, it's a break for me. It's something where I actually sign off. I don't want to watch it. If it has over 100 episodes, I'm off put. I truly am off put. There's only a handful that I actually stayed to watch. Like Gintama's one of them because it's a great comedy show. I actually loved it. It is not even really that long, but like Full Metal Alchemist and Attack on Titan, those shows, they're a little bit longer, but they're not that overly top and they're still good watches. To me, when you can do stuff in a shorter span you are leaps and bounds a show that's going for a long time so like one piece right now it's still gonna go on for another few years 1300 episodes in 1400 whatever it is and it was basically just crew building world building just slowly progressively getting you through it because they can they have time they can keep going to different islands so they're taking their time with it i don't want you to take your time I want you to get to the point with me. I want you to tell me a story. I want to see if you can do it in one season and you can grip me so well that I sit back and I stand there and say, yeah, this is honestly one of the best shows I've ever seen. Everything in my top 10 is basically almost one season, except for a few of them. But still, the fact of the matter is you don't need eternity. You don't need hundreds of episodes. There are plenty of people who like long shows. Okay, fine, dandy handy, and I'll pat you on your way and send you a postcard whenever you kind of get lost as you've been going through the sauce. But I think that it doesn't make a show for me. It more so breaks it. I think that it's more of a deterrent. I think it's something that will distress a lot of people who don't want to watch a long-running show. I don't like when people tell me, well, you have to get past this, or you have to skip this, or how far did you get? It's like, nah, no, 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 no. You need to catch my interest Within the first episode, at least, I'll give you a few, like the three episode rule. But if I literally get through one episode and I already know, I'm like, oh, this is how it's going to be. Oh, God, you, you might lose me is all I'm saying. So don't be that type that's trying to be like the next Aristotle and Socrates of our time. And I'm going to take you through a world of thought and deep meanings. No, 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 no. Just go to something cool shake my mind a little bit, and let's have fun doing it. That's the stuff I like and love. How about we go to this one? How about it only has one season? It's a make. It's such a make for me. If I see a show only has one season, people are talking about it and saying it's a good thing, I'm watching it. Because one, I know I can binge it within a day or two, so I don't have to sit that long. Maybe a week. Say it's a 40-episode uh, anime. That's one season. I'm all about it. You have told me instantly that within one season, you've done something. You've either made a fan, <laughs> or you've made people enjoy it, or you've done something enough to stir the waters to where now those ripples have made them to my shore. And I want to follow to see exactly where tossed the stone from that rock, you know, which the anime so i like that i love it i think only one season is top tier stuff i think that is actually something that'll stand above the rest because again it shows me your time management you're able to do something great within a 
short span. Most people with Death Note, they would say, as soon as the whole thing ends with L, that could have been the show. Guess what? It could have been. And guess what? We all would have been happy with it, too. And it was very quick, very well done. And it tells you what's going on. We don't need it to last forever. Gosh, just stop it. It's not how it's supposed to be. I like to see a multitude of categories. <laughs> how about this one? How about older than 20 years? It's a make for me. I actually am so into that retro stuff. I love watching shows that were before our time, a land before time, you could say. Back when Littlefoot was roaming around with his Triceratops and Gabby and whatever the other one's names were, I want to watch shows from back then. Give me Trigun. Give me Neon Genesis. Give me Gundam. Give me Akira. Give me stuff that was before the rest that basically lets me go back in time, sits down. Vampire Hunter D. Give me these shows. I want them. Give me all of them. I love retro animes. To me, I think retro does it right those animes had to do it before animation was actually like top tier god tier now like demon slayer and stuff like that they literally had to make a race out of a freaking camry and a toyota corolla okay they were doing a lot before these dodge challengers gt srts and mustang 5.0s and all that now they were doing it back with freaking camrys and doing it well so that's why i think to myself older shows should be distinguished older shows should actually be something you go and watch once in a while don't just stick to all the new stuff sometimes new stuff can just get repetitive and a lot of the time since anime is going to kind of keep keep increasing and blowing up in time and value and revenue stream of occurrence you're going to get a lot of shows now and a lot of them are going to be quick one budgeted ones or some studios are going to be doing multitude of shows so you won't get as lot of a uh, focal point on some of these artists and producers and stuff so that's why i think you should take time go back watch some of these old ones and enjoy them don't miss out. <laughs> Have a good time with it. So for me, it's a big make. I'm somebody where if you tell me, hey, man, I got an anime for you from 1991. I'm shutting up. I'm looking at your face and I'm saying, tell me how to spell it. I'm going to watch it. Where is it at? Here's another one. How about insane early hype? It's a break for me. Let me tell you why. This is what's happening with Chainsaw Man right now, and it's a little worrisome. Just let me tell you why I'll get into it as well. Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer got so much freaking hype within like a couple episodes, it became the most talked about anime back in 2020. I'm talking about it was so hyped. As soon as the movie came out, Mugen Train, and it was in theaters, it broke box office records because of one, everybody was trapped inside and were getting tired of punching themselves in the junk. <laughs> but the fact that it got so much hype and carried so many people and got them to go to the theaters during a pandemic and all this stuff, it shows how crazy the hype was. The hype train literally took off and never slowed down. It kept picking up steam and is still charging fast. To me, it's off-putting. I don't like when the kind of hype builds it up like that because here's let me tell you why. I'm not a contrarian. I'm not somebody that has to just be different to be different. I'm not somebody that has to sit here and be like, oh, you know, well, everybody was talking so greatly about the new Matrix. I must think it is now piss posh because it has nothing to do with the lineage of the story. And Neo is now no longer the one. He is the two to uh, Trinity's one, whatever it is. Uh, spoiler alert, that movie sucked, by the way, the new Matrix. How dare you destroy one of my favorite franchises, you freaking brother sisters or whatever now. I think, and I truly do think this, insane early hype is a deterrent for me. It's a little worrisome. It makes me kind of want to say, oof, what's going on? Chainsaw Man. 
I have a hard time believing all these people who are hyping it up, talking about it, pushing it now, have all read it. I have a really hard time believing that. And even if they did, fine. How is it this big is all I'm saying? Like, within the first 12 hours, the downloads and watches on YouTube for the trailer was like over 20 million or something like that. I hope it's just the fact that mainstream is now picking up more on anime that I'm fine with it. I'm cool with it. I love it. I'm soiree. I'm okay. I'm all fine and grandy, dandy, and gravy. But the thing is... I just get off put when things get too hyped. And I know I'm not alone. There's a lot of people I know out there that actually are contrarians or they're people that just don't like to hear too many people talk about it because then it sets expectations. And then when your expectations are so freaking high, you can get let down. You want to know why I say that? How about we go to Tokyo Ghoul? How did that adaptation all work out within the seasons? How about Promise Neverlands? How did that adaptation work throughout all the time, huh? There's a lot of great shows that were written that didn't transition well, how about Berserk? You guys want to talk about Berserk? The hell was that? That freaking manga is one of the best ones I've ever read. But that anime said, what the blank was that? All I'm saying is don't get too attached before you even meet it or before they even hatch. Don't get too attached before it hatched. There you go. That's a great line. I'm using that. Write it down. Don't get too attached before it even hatch. Okay? We gotta wait. We gotta let at least a few episodes come out. We gotta watch it, see how it's about, because sure, a trailer looks good. I've seen a freaking amazing movie trailers, then I go sit in the movie, and I'm like, the best parts were in the trailer. This was a waste of time. Insanely early hype is a deterrent for me, and it can break in anime. So just be careful. Do not overhype it. Just let it talk. We can communionize. We can sit around and have brewskis and talk about how yoked we are for it but just breathe is all i'm saying let's just take it slow and see what happens so here's a fun one for me how about fan service does fan service make or break animes for me it's a make if done differently or tastefully i made sure to put that in brackets fan service is absolutely a make but it has to be tastefully done or if it's done different too, because if it's repetitive, if it's just too robust, uh, robust, like one of them I can think of off the top of my head is Fire Force, that one girl who just always ends up naked somehow, and they're always making her just like in these lewd poses and stuff like that. You don't need to do it. It's too over the top. There was no need for it in this setting. It's a firefighter connected to like all this other stuff. We would have been fine without that just weirdlish over the top kind of stuff. Here's another one. How about Sword Art Online? I love Sword Art Online, but I can admit it's not the best. The Alicization, where his cousin, sister, whatever it is, Leafa, gets caught by this like chick and then she uses like these octopus tentacles and like shoves one inside of her through her Yoohoo. What? There was no need for that shit. There was, it's just like, oh, uh, what are you doing over there? Y'all weird. I know you love your seafood because you're on an island, but stop that ooey gooey ooey stuff. Like, what are we doing? It was just, God, too much for me. So it can break certain things, but for a majority, I'll say make because most of the time it does make for me. Like, it just tastefully needs to be done. It needs to be fun. And especially like in its own right setting, say it's etchy, say it's lewd, or say it's just a full on hentai or whatever it is. Fine. I get it. That's fine. Just don't throw it into stuff that doesn't need to be. Don't just randomly place it in there and be like, hey, you want to see some anime boobs? Here you go. That's for you, champ. Why? It's a shonen. They were fighting. But here's some boobs, too. So now you got to fight and boobs plus two. No. <laughs> don't do that just make sure it's tastefully done and i'll be okay with it so i wrote this one down but we'll still go with it because i use that as like basically an example harem does a harem make or break an anime 
I would say it's more of a break than a make now that I actually thought about it. <laughs> because harems, they can get really repetitive. And I'm talking about like it's the same kind of cycle where most of the time it's this MC who really is like always not the most unique kind of character. He's just very PC bland. And maybe it's because they make you think that you can place yourself in that MC character's place. So that's why they're bland and generic. So you can be the person that replaces them to have your own harem in a kind of fantasy-based way and makes you imagine it. That's why they do it that way. Oh, possible. But what I do know is, is I'm a kind of one woman kind of guy. So I like it when a show isn't too focal pointed on all these women just throwing themselves at them. I kind of like it where it's more base premise of just chill. Maybe they dig them. Maybe they don't. But they're not all throwing themselves at it. Like, it's just I like when it's subtlety. I like when it's tastefully done. And say another girl falls for the dude or something like that because they're spending time together. I get it. That's fine. But you can't have like Lisbeth and SAO. They go on one freaking thing together. And she's like, I'm in love with him. And then Austin is like, no, he's mine, bitch. Damn. Then his cousin, I'm in love with him. No, you can't. You're related. Damn. <laughs> I'm in love with him. Damn, I'm a computer program and he sees me as his daughter. Damn. <laughs> I'm in love with him. Oh, but I shot somebody when I was in a mall or in a freaking postal service with my mom and now I'm having flashbacks and I'm having PTSD even though I'm in a game using guns. <laughs> Why am I shitting on SAO? I love SAO. But I think harems, yeah, most of the time they can be a little overbearing unless it's like World's End Harem. Then I know what I'm getting. It's in the freaking name. I know as soon as I freaking watch the show, I'm sitting down and I'm getting hyped because this dude is literally in a world where all these guys are dead and it's like, it's time for you to repopulate the world. Who will you sleep with? And he's like closing his eyes. Uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm fine. Then I'm okay with it. Well, how about we keep it connected then and we go to Crazy, Etchy, and Lewd. Does Crazy, Etchy, and Lewd make or break an anime for you? It breaks it for me. I don't need it to be too over the top. I don't need it to be super lewd. I don't need just Busty McGavin just walking through and Titties McGee just popping me on the head like I was a bad bunny. I just bed bunny. I just need it to be tastefully done. Again, say it's the setting. So interspecies reviewers, Monster Museum, Monster Museum. I'm all fine and happy dandy. High School DXD, High School of the Dead. I'm fine with it then. Then I know. I know what I'm getting into. I've already got a vibe for it. I'm chilling. I'm fine. I'm killing time willing. I'm all about it. But if you go so over the top, like where you're watching this bird lay an egg and she's getting all like hot and bothered by it. And then these like things are all trying to like sleep with them at every waking moment. It's like, why am I watching these horn doggity dog teenagers? Like, what are we doing here? What? What? Stop it. I, I don't need this. I either need a good love story or I need y'all to just take a chill pill, go out back, take an ice bath, do the ice water challenge, whatever it is, and calm your tits, Susan. <laughs> it just gets too hot and bothered sometimes. How about this? Since we talked about the too quick of the hype building up before something hatches, what about built up hype over time? That'll make a show for me. I think if a show comes out, not too many people are crazy over hyping it, but they're excited for it. We all start watching it. Say the first season continues and it finally ends or whatever it is, and people really start hyping it up. Then the second season comes out and people are really digging it. They're loving it. They're excited. People are talking about it more. I'm with it. It built time. It did the grind it needed to do. It did the work to put in the time to get the paycheck. That stuff I'm all about. That stuff I'm gravy, baby, and I like that stuff too. It's just the fact like let it earn what it gets. You can't just sign up for a job and they're like, okay, cool. Can you start Monday? Here's your first five months pay. No, it don't work like that. It don't work like that. 
I don't want it to work like that. I don't want a show to drop and people are like, this is the greatest anime of 2021. Uh, bro, chill. You've watched 10 minutes of it. You just like the main character because she's got pink hair. Could you just chill? Nah, dog. Zero Two is going to be a sex icon. Watch and wait. Dude, she can barely pilot a mech by herself. Can you breathe? Can you breathe, champ? Your chaps are a little, you know, chappy. Let it do something. Let it build up. Let it slowly marinate. Nobody just throws meat on the grill, just lets it cook. Nah, if you marinate meat for multiple days, let me tell you something, champ. You're going to be eating like a king. It's going to be sure, sure. The Aki way. I've been watching too much TikTok. I love that dude, by the way. He's this guy that just cooks random food and people tell him to make like these super dope dishes. And he's like, sure, sure. Never better. I love it, dude. It's so funny. But I think let it build up. Let it slowly do it. You don't just fall in love with somebody when you first see them. It doesn't work like that. You can love how they look, but you got to get to know them. You got to date them. You got to go out with them. You got to spend some time. You're not just going to go on one date and be like, mom, I'm going to marry her. What? No, it don't work that way, honey. Chill. Take your time. She could be a murderer for all we know, all right? Just chill. Here's a fun one. What about overly hated? If a show is overly hated, does it make or break something for you? It actually makes it for me. Let me tell you why. For some reason, when people really hate on a show, Assassin's Pride, I had so many people, my old co-host, call it Ass Pride. If you hate on a show enough... I might actually like it even more. I might really even full send and really sit back and think, why did they hate it? What did they not like about it? So now I'm like watching it with even more focal point and even having like a little bit of a haze on me, like some drunk goggles. So I can sit there and just be like, hey, let's go. I love it. Hey, bro, she literally jumped off a roof. <laughs> you know, it's like, dude, you can't even see her feet. Ah, dog, it was good animation. That's why. <laughs> dog, they literally have no storyline because the story is linear. You know, <laughs> like, I think it's no, I actually love when something's hated because it's like, why are you hating? Are y'all just hating to hate? Is there a reason for that? And I, it makes me interested, you know? Like, I really want to see why they hate it. And sometimes I'm like, you know what? I just want to stick it to them now. Now I want to be a troll and be like, oh, dude, that was the greatest show I've ever seen. Oh, yours, you're stupid. You've got trash taste. No, that's a podcast and I'm not the host of that. But I think it actually is awesome i love when a show is overly hated something like leviathan or even like shane space cowboy shout out to you that freaking made me watch drifting dragon which is basically just whale hunting but dragons and they're whale hunting dragons there's no point to the freaking anime but it's enjoyable <laughs> it's just like that and i can see why people hate it and shane's like it's actually really good it's like shane stop it you know it's not that good you just love it and it's like i get it you know people hate on a lot of shit and i'm all about it too again assassin's pride if you've never seen that show don't watch it you ain't gotta worry about it. It's just about this guy that's like my little lady uh <laughs> he just trains this young girl to be a fighter, you know, but I liked it. I really do. And it actually intrigues me. If somebody's all hating on it, it gives me that stamp where it says like hated. I'm like, I'm watching it. <laughs> Sometimes it's so bad it's good. So how about this then? How about a whiny main character? Like I'm talking about Asta level just, ah, 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 ah. It's a break, dude. Just chill. Get like a Kit Kat bar and just give me a break because you are so over the top. You literally have no slowdown. You have no break on your car. You're like that kid that people were making fun of on the internet. They called him like the crack kid where he had the basketball and he would just headbutt and go like, yeah, yeah. 
yeah like dude just stop what are you doing how has nobody ever just sat you down one day took out your batteries and was like bro you okay like you good you okay can we talk like what what's going on here like why are you why are you the way you are <laughs> you know like what's what's going on here why are you so over the top or here's another one i know a lot of people hate on deku from My Hero Academia. I think a lot of people hate just to hate on him, but they'll say like, oh, he's whiny. He's too crybaby. No, 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 no. He's not whiny. He's a very hardworking kid. He was such an underdog. He's my, he actually could be one of the best well-written characters I've ever seen in an anime. Let me just tell you that. But he worked hard. He goes through it. He might tear up a lot, but that's because he's just a very overly emotional guy or he's very tuned in with his emotions. There ain't nothing wrong with that. It's, it's not like he walks outside and he's not like the freaking Brendan Fraser playing that dude in Bedazzled where he's on on the beach with uh whatever her name is a angela or uh, whatever it was but he basically was like the guy that's like he just starts crying as he's talking to her he's like oh she's like what's going on he's like it's just that damn sunset <laughs> overly whiny can break it for me i don't need you to be too whiny i don't need you to be too complainy zanetsu from demon slayer the guy's just like oh! Let's go, John. It's like, dude, shut up. Just go into your freaking sleepy trance. That's the only way you're bearable. God, dude, sometimes these characters just, they're too much. And it's like, I just want to sit you down. I want to just let you know you got to go. <laughs> How about the power of friendship? Everybody's favorite, the power of friendship. It's the reason why in Gurren Lagann, they can always upgrade their mech to another mech, 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 to where when they're facing gods themselves, they will freaking full Hadougan universes and galaxies at another because they can because of the power of friendship. This is the first full e-break poll I'm doing on this bit. I am so full e-break. I hope the car starts spinning uncontrollably out of control and we start flipping and it blows up at the end because holy mother of God, get your power of friendship out of my face. If you show up to my house with a power of friendship bullshit in my face, I don't care how far you've driven, you are driving back the other way. You did this to yourself. I don't care. I do not care. Stop giving me this bullshit power of friendship crap where it's like you just... No, only Kamina made that cool. After Kamina was gone, it was just all downhill from there. I'm tired of so many of these shonen just like, guess what? Just believe in the me that believes in you so we can believe in us together. It sounds like a Nickelback song. Uh, Look at this photograph. Every time I look at make me laugh. <laughs> I think it's too much. I don't like the repetitiveness. I think it's too overplayed. There is some times where it's tastefully done, but majority of the time, most of these shows, it's just very simplistic. You're in a kerfuffle. You're in something you can't overcome. Here comes a friend to pipe you up, or you have a flashback to them either dying and telling you something, or them back at home or the hospital. And then you go super saying and you win because of it. It's just too much for me. I think it's too irrational. I don't think it's realistic. I understand it's anime, but from a perspective of somebody who's watching these characters, I don't want to see that crap. It's just a cheat card. It's literally we're playing Uno, and then all of a sudden you pull a draw four, change color. It's like, where did you get that? You only had red seven left. How the hell did you have that to play before it? Gosh. <laughs> a little feisty there on that one, wasn't I? How about this one? People know I'm a hopeless romantic. If you've come to know this, I love slice of life. I love fantasies. That's probably my favorite genres. What about no love story? If there's no love story, is a make or break? 
Another fully break. No, I'm just kidding. It's actually a make for me. No, hear me out on this. There are plenty of shows I've seen where there is no set premise of a love story at all for the MC. There's no focal point with it or some kind of side character or anything like that. There is nothing within it of them having to have any say or do with a love story. And guess what? I love it. As funny as that says, there's no love story. I love the love. Uh, there's no story. <laughs> like it's, I think it's cool. I actually am all for it because I don't need to have it all the time. I understand it. Trust me. I'm all about that lovey-dovey stuff. I love the slice of life. I love romance. I get that stuff. But trust me, it can get overplayed. It can get really redundant. All of a sudden you slip. Oh, he catches me. Oh my God. Thank you. Yeah. Stop falling over freaking nothing. Okay. Pay attention when you walk. Not everybody is this freaking kerfuffly. <laughs> like, come on. It's sometimes decreptifying to see how many times this happens. It literally just like it corrodes me from the inside. I don't need to always have a love story. I'm perfectly fine of it just being a great story, a great showmanship, or just something telling me otherwise. Perfect example is Vinland Saga. It's almost like revenge, which Thorfinn is actually another great written character that I love, and it shows you what happens with revenge and chasing revenge and holding grudges and stuff like that. That stuff is intoxicating to me. Originality, that stuff is what I actually yearn for as a fan and a viewer. Uh, how about this one then? How about a generic MC or generic supporting characters? It's a huge break for me. I am so tired of generic characters. Kirito barely slid by that. He's so just generic and boring. The only thing that's nice and cool about him or captivating is the fact that he's somewhat of a badass in like his gamer form. Like it's like cool, I get it, but all of us are on the internet. You have 18 year olds that are literally like shells or twigs and they're like, you know, like scoo. They barely can lift their head over their head. <laughs> and like they still are, they talk the biggest, the baddest, they're the coolest online. It's like, okay, I get that. But as a character, what's unique about you? Is it your design? Is it your ability, your charismaticness, your articulation style, your viewpoint, your backstory, maybe something you're chasing or your superpowers itself? What about you is unique? What about you is different? I need something to make me like you. Hero from Darling in the Spanx. I disliked Hero so much that they literally had to call him Hero to make you like him just because he's the hero of the story. Yeah, that's some dumb shit. Stop it. That is not going to save that dude. You're lucky 002 is a fox. She's the only reason why that show is so damn good. I don't like genericness. I do not like it at all. I feel like it's such a cop-out, especially with secondary characters or in Comey Can't Communicate. The MC dude is so generic. All they did was put like a flower, a gray flower in his hair. Are you kidding me? You designers at Netflix, how dare you? Preposterous, piss, piss posh. Don't you dare do that to me again. Gosh. How about insane character growth? Like I'm talking about they went from a shell to a living, breathing human being or monster or slime or ogre, whatever it may be. It's a big make for me. Like I'm talking about so big, I am a freaking whore. I am a literal whore for character growth. If you do this well, if you do this one thing good enough, you are going to be able to have me speak highly of you for a long, 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 long time. I love character growth. It is the pivotal focal, uh, focal point of any character besides like maybe secondary sometimes. But for the MC, if there's no progression, if I don't see any kind of growth, any linear movement or some kind of uh, increase to a climax of some kind of sort or some downfall to then see them come back to it. Like one of the best ones I can give you is Ken Kaneki from Tokyo Ghoul. That first season, his growth is so stupidly good. Uh, Violet Evergarden from Violet Evergarden. So stupidly good. These 
characters will literally boggle your mind because of how much they grow, of how much they do, and how far they go because of it. Or how about even the M's secondary character, like we can go with Roth Talia from Rising of the Shield Hero. Or even Naofumi himself and how much he changed, because within the first season he went from like, whoa, this new place, that's cool, I got a shield, to oh, I'm a rapist, F you all, all you can die, I don't give two shits, to oh my god, I actually have somebody I care about, this is kind of cool, maybe I'll do something. You can see so many transitional points, that stuff is what anime should be about. Storytelling, writing, give me something so dope, this character has to exceed their own limitations. I know a lot of people talk shit on Shinji from Neon Genesis. Y'all just hating to hate. He was a kid, he was left alone, he had no confidence, he was trying to find a way to accept himself, to get through some stuff. There was a lot of parts where he wasn't able to man up till the end where he finally figured out what it was all about, was him accepting himself in all of these situations with random people. Like, that shit is gold. It literally Literally, if you got to the end of Neon Genesis Evangelion and you still have a problem with Shinji, you are freaking stupid. I'm just telling you right now. How do you not see the buildup of everything and get to that exact moment with Shinji and then sit back and say like, beautiful. Oh my, I understand why all of this was being done to get me to this one spot. Are you kidding me? Come on. How about this one then? How about another isekai? Because isekais are so good and isekais are everywhere. Well, what about an isekai? Why won't we have another isekai? Aren't you guys up for a couple more isekais on the block? No, it's a break. Stop it. I need a break. <laughs> this is another one. I hope we still have some Kit Kat bar sleeve waffles because your boy needs a break. I need some time alone to think to my thoughts. I don't need more isekais right now. I really don't. I need some time alone. I need some time to myself. They're just too much right now. It's too much. It's overplaying. It's overzealous. It's just too much shoved down my throat. Let me breathe with what I have. I've seen some great ones. Some of them went poo-poo, like Rising of the Shield Hero with Turtle Time bullshit. Slime Reincarnated is such a great one. There, uh, Devils of Part-Timers back. It's such a great one. There's so many good ones. Shane, I know I'm saying that because I finally rewatched it again. I actually like Devils of Part-Timer. But still, we need a break, dude. We really need something new. We need some new different type of genre settings or something to do something different, like murder mysteries. How about horror? Where's people with some good horror animes? Are you freaking kidding me? I did the top 10 horror anime when I did that for a freaking TikTok video and I sat back and looked at myself and was like, where are all the good freaking horror animes? How come there are barely any of them? How come there's nothing crazy good that's coming out beside like Tamagotchi game, which is basically just like a psychedelic thriller in a sense, but where's horror? I want like monsters, goblins. The best new one I saw was Miryaku-chan, but that wasn't even like a full horror, even though it was a horror, but it's like, how can you guys not do something for adult humor basically or adult presence or excitement i know if there was a good horror anime that was really made right now say paranormal or something it would slap it would slap but ain't nobody doing it they want to do another isekai they want to get truck coon another paycheck give me a break give me a break how about plot armor is it a make or break it's mostly a break unless it's done right let me tell you why. There's been a lot of shows I've watched where the basic plot armor, you already know watching a show, and it kind of like goes without saying that most of the MCs, none of them are going to die. They're going to be around for a long time. They're the focal point of the show. They're going to be there for most of the run. So that's why it's like, well, just get uh, used to them and hopefully you like them because they're going to be here for a long time. So they do a good job of trying to get you connected to them. Well, a lot of the time when I watch certain shows, certain characters, for example, Rengoku, or how about let's go over to Gurren Lagann. We also have Kamina himself or Thor 
Wars from actual Vinland Saga. These characters are so pivotal and so impactful for what they do for the main character, the storyline, and everything else, the progression of it. That's why they're taking out so quickly, so that way the story can progress and it builds up and does such a great job of tying it into the story. I understand it and I see it, but I need something deeper at times. I need to have something that does even better to show me that this is going to be different. So for example, if you haven't seen Made in Abyss, this is a show where when I watch the main characters, Riku and uh, Rex, Ren, Rex or Ren, whatever it is, when I saw them descending into the actual abyss, there's a part where she comes up too quickly and you start seeing her bleed from her orifices. And I'm talking about all of them. And you think for a moment, she actually could die like it i didn't you know like it's like you don't really think about it because it's like there's no way she will but like when you watch it happening and see what's going to on with her i literally sat there and i was like damn she actually might die there's no freaking way there's no way i mean even though you know that there's no way you're literally sitting there telling yourself no freaking way is she going to die she's bleeding from all of her orifices and i'm sitting there thinking no possible way but that's what we want from these writers producers and everybody we want that we want something different. We want to be challenged. We want to be tested. We want to think differently. So do it. Have us try to go outside the box. Have us do th something different. Have us think about something differently. Make us try to see it from a different perspective or think to ourselves, maybe something will happen actually to this character. That's important parts. Those are the things we need as consumers and as entertainment. If everything's repetitive and the same right now, like in Hollywood, where they're just bringing back the same old titles from the 90s, the 80s, the 70s, Maverick, Goose, because it's all there is. There's nothing left for them to do. They don't know what else to do and they're scared to be wasting money right now. So... They just do the same shit. I don't need that in anime. That's the same thing that's happening right now with isekais. Give me something different. I don't want the same crap right now, okay? Give me something different. Let me watch something else so I can have my funneth, all right? Let's do this last one here now. How about terrible sequel seasons? Does that make or break an anime for you? It's a huge break. Are you kidding me? It is one of the biggest breaks of all time. I've watched so many good first season animes, and trust me, I have a list coming out for this on TikTok. I have watched so many great shows that have pooped on themselves so hard, literally walked outside, pooped in a bag, put it on their front porch, lit it on fire, rang their own doorbell, went inside, closed the door, open up the door, act like they just heard someone ring the door, walk outside, wonder where they went, look down, saw the ba uh, burning bag of poop, and then started to stamp uh, on it to put it out. That's what they do to themselves. That's what's happened to so many great shows that I've watched, and is the reason why I actually left off Shield Hero entirely from my top 10 isekai list. Because guess what? That was one of my favorite isekais out. That first episode of Shield Hero is one of the best first episodes I have seen to date in any show. And guess what? It lost me. As soon as it goes to the second season and does turtle time, you lost us. Promise Neverlands. Yeah, uh, no, we don't know what we're going to do here, so let's just speed it all up. Let's just go to the end where everybody saves themselves, and yeah, no, no, they can all live in harmony. What? Really? Oh, Tokyo Ghoul. Oh, yeah, let's just, you know, the manga's not really, you know, we'll just go away from it. You know, I understand they're just, they're kind of doing their own thing, so we're, we're just going to kind of do our own thing. Yeah, we'll be fine. What? What are you doing? Stop it. I don't like when shows poop on themselves i don't like when shows try to capitalize because the fandom's there and it's getting great followings and people actually enjoy it that they poop on themselves and they poop on themselves hard 
It's why I said with my dress up darling, we don't need another season. I know probably a lot of you out there listening to this are dying for another season, but guess what? You don't need one. The first season was beautifully done. It highlighted cosplaying like we need to do right now because cosplaying is extremely big at all these conventions that I've been to, especially the freaking anime cosplay events that I've hosted. It's blowing up and people need to see that on an anime form and they did it extremely well and tasteful. And Marin, the fan service and everything with her, extremely tasteful. The second season might hurt it, might destroy it, might bring it down because they might have nothing else good to do and just add drama to just bullshit just to do it now, to ride the wave. The whole Fast and Furious, let's go to space now because shit, why not? Exactly. Don't hurt stuff. Don't poop on yourself. Sometimes it's good to go out on top. Don't come back just to lower yourself. No, 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 fam. If you're doing well, Right into that sunset. Do what our boy Frodo did. As soon as he got rid of the ring, he knew it's time to sail into the afterlight with all of off, you know, Gandalf the Grey and the High Elves. But Mr. Frodo, what will I do without you, Mr. Frodo? Sam, it's okay, Sam. We've done such a great job, Sam. But Mr. Frodo, I don't want to cockhold anyone else, Mr. Frodo. I want your f- cock and ball with my stew, Mr. Fr- Frodo. <laughs> ah, I'm stupid. <laughs> the best bromance you'll ever see man sam and freaking ah mr frodo gosh i love this actual segment i love this idea and moving forward i'm absolutely going to keep coming back to these when a new things pop up and ask myself is it a make or break because there's so many things in the anime world there's so many things going on especially after you listen to all of this maybe i've kind of opened your mind to different things too and i think this is going to be fun where i can go like bit by bit different type of things i'll go into different type of character traits or even types of writing styles or even maybe categories themselves sub genres who knows But the fun fact of this is, is the conversation we have and the fact that I get to bring us all together for a limited time, a limited time only, just to have some fun and to talk about anime. So this was great. Uh, Thank you guys again for waiting for me to come back. As you can kind of hear this episode, my voice is still not 100% back, but it's almost there. I know by next week I'll be happy dandy. And also, I'm going to be on vacation soon. So this next week is my last week working that I'm off for two weeks from work. So y'all better be ready for stupid amount of content. Like I'm talking about youtube is going to be back up and running maybe even a couple podcasts in one week i mean shoot i don't you know don't quote me but you know stuff's in the work a lot of lives on tiktok more tiktok videos some streaming maybe on twitch coming soon too a lot a lot a lot is in the works and guys it's all because of you i love you guys this is why i do this. this is why i take my time this is why i spend the hours doing all this stuff creating this content sitting down in front of my computer typing everything up doing the research into the anime world making sure i look at every show i've watched to do these lists for you and a lot of people are loving these top 10 lists so I'm going to keep pushing a lot of these and add a lot of different stuff along it but really focusing on doing something to make it my niche nobody is doing these lists like I'm doing I'm going to keep doing this stuff I'm going to have fun with this and I love you guys for it man so thank you for being here and enjoying me on this ride so thanks for bearing with me Thank you for not running away as the time was kind of getting gray. And I know you guys were sitting there just wondering if the train would ever come back around. But it did. You heard me in the distance going, choo-choo. <laughs> just don't stand on the train tracks if I'm, the lights are on, okay? I can't stop. <laughs> it's a full hype train ahead. But I love you guys. So make sure you spend some time to watch some anime. Make sure you guys do something good for yourself and good for others if you haven't yet. And also, try to enjoy yourself, man. I mean, my birthday's coming up here on the 25th of August. I mean, I'm super yoked for that, by the way. It's going to be 
be dope, 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 diddy, dope, dope. So if you're in California, maybe we can do like a whole weeb meetup and go do some anime stuff together. So I'll keep you guys posted. And if not, join the Discord. That's the best way to keep in contact with me and the fam. Go to any of my social platforms. You can find me on TikTok. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter. Just type in simply Anime Senpai Podcast. Click on the link tree. You guys can join the Discord instantly. Be a part of our family. Shout outs to everybody in there. We're already over 100 members. You guys are insane. I love you. You guys get the first dibs and takes. There's so many great ideas people put in there for upcoming TikToks that I'm going to do. It's a fun time. And also shout outs to everybody who has already rated me on Spotify. We're over like 30 ratings already. And then on Apple, I'm over like 20 something ratings. You guys are amazing. I love you so much. Thank you for being willing to bear with me and enjoy this adventure because trust, man, this anime world is going to get crazy. And here's some hype for you, too. I've already scheduled a couple guests that will be joining me soon. One of them, by the way, we're going to be talking Stranger Things. So if you uh, haven't been running up that hill yet, let me tell you some. There's some fun stuff to talk in there. So, guys, thank you so much for staying a while and listening as always. Make sure you always do good for those around you. Spread the anime love and cheer. Don't be a gatekeeper. And make sure you tell your mom moms and pops you love them even if they're not your biggest fan or you guys have had issues just call them because guess what you only get one i spent my day with my mom today and i loved every second of it man i love you guys so guess what man we'll have some fun next week and as always anime senpai out Anime senpai.